Thank you so much for pressing play. My name is Kim Kardisha, and I appreciate that you are interested in hearing what the horses shared with me this week. And I'm in here with Missy, who just really gave me a strong demonstration and example of what we want to talk about today. And that is an idea of getting ready and letting our horses get ready to accept our invitation. This has proven to be a very, <laughs> it's, it's very different because you really have to slow down to allow the horses to get ready. But, oh my gosh, the, the investment of patience and being brave enough to believe that they will accept the invitation, um, gosh, I, it, it's paid off immensely. And, oh gosh, it was a few years ago I first noticed I was working with my red horse and we were going from the arena to, uh, to the pasture. I was turning him back out. And what I noticed was um, he stopped and he was focusing, I don't even remember what it was, but he was, his attention was on something other than me. And I just stood there and waited for him to focus back on me. And it took a little while. And what I noticed as he was standing there was that each of his hooves were pointed in a little different direction. They weren't all going forward. And they definitely weren't all pointed towards me where I was inviting him or well, actually a little to the side of me because I was inviting him not to come on top of me, but to, to walk in my direction, but next to me. So I just stood there and watched for a little bit. And I, my intention was still on moving forward. My energy was going there. My focus was moving in that way, but I was observing him which can be a little tricky, but with practice, it, it becomes very easy. So I was watching him, and first thing he did was look at me, and then, I, I don't even know how long it took, but eventually what happened was before he took those steps forward, he lined up all of his feet so they were facing the direction that he wanted to go. and kind of from that moment on, I was fascinated by this because had I gotten after him or, you know, made a choice to try to bring his energy up by bringing my life up or swinging a stick or a rope at him or something like that, um, most likely that would have caused him to step off without lining his own body up and then moving and not only was this fascinating to me because i had kind of this holistic approach or viewpoint that basically if we gave the horse the space and opportunity for whatever type of realignment or healing they needed that their body's innate wisdom would take over and this would happen and because it's kind of what I believe about humans too. So this um, 
this has been something that I've been playing with a lot since then. And this week, the horses were giving me some more examples of remembering to take the, um, the pressure of my expectations off sometimes and to watch what happens. And today, when I was bringing Missy in here, she, um, she definitely stopped and she was a little bit in locked mode. Um, her, her body was not ready to, to follow me. Her mind wasn't ready to follow me. And so I paused and really um, got back into remembering this idea of alignment because Missy's ready for it now. And we built a certain amount of trust, which I think got us to this point. Before, I don't think she had enough trust in me that she could hold that space of not ready to follow you, but I'm at the same time, I'm not yet ready to explode off either because that's what would, that's what she would do before whenever there was a place where she had a strong opinion about something and I was extending an invitation to do something else. Um, there could be lots of dramatics about it. You know, her front feet would come off the ground. She could go up in the air. She could trot away running away at the trot basically she she had you know quite a quite a variety of how she would express her displeasure or and not even really that but she just wasn't ready to give up her idea um because of course that that makes her vulnerable too if she pauses and considers accepting my invitation if she gets ready to do that and I think getting ready really involves the horse's mind. They have to think differently. Basically, in this act of getting ready, they're stepping out of their habits and patterns, which is what a lot of the focus that Missy and I have, or a lot of our focus together is helping her, I know, I know, break the, sorry, she's just licking and chewing, kind of poking at me a little bit. Yep, this, this is what we've been working on. And so instead of when she, you know, would start to look the other way or the only thing I didn't let her do was eat grass. She could, you know, put her head down. She could do certain things, but she wasn't allowed to graze. So I held this invitation because I'm really working earnestly to help her break this pattern of when I want to do, in her mind, when I want to do something and you're asking me to do something else, I'm just going to lose it. Come unglued. And what I don't like about doing, the, you know, kind of a little bit more making them do what I ask, you know, somehow getting their life up and then strongly encouraging them to go where I want is it doesn't build a feeling of harmony. It's not like we're doing something together. I'm getting the horse to do something. And of course, there are times when we have to get our horse to do things. 
they have to get through getting their hoofs trimmed or they have to veterinary exams or they just have to be led from one place to the other. But the more times that I can let my horses get ready to accept an invitation, the easier it becomes in those moments when it's crunch time, you know, when you have to do what I'm asking you now because I'm asking you for a good reason. So by expanding the time or our expectation of the time that it can take, because I should have looked at my watch, but I didn't. I don't know how long it took us to get into the arena, but what the beautiful thing is now we're here together and she is, you know, her head is lowered. She's licking and chewing, yawning. She's demonstrating all of these releases of tension and she's here with me. Um, I'm choosing to let her continue to release that because in my mind, it makes sense that the more she releases the tension in the traces of that old pattern, you know, the less we'll have to deal with it. Although I feel like if I were to walk off right now, she'd be right with me. And that's the feeling that I love so much. And I know because it, it feels this good to me, it has to feel, it has to feel good to Missy too. We can also get ready ourselves because I think sometimes we have so many pressures of our to-do list and what we need to get done that we get caught up in just completing tasks and we're not as mindful of if we're enjoying doing them or how our day is going, the energy that we're either giving off or absorbing from other people. There's, there's still a whole life that we've got going on, even on those days when we get caught up in our to-do list. And if we can take a little bit of time and get ready, now we still for probably a lot of reasons have to complete our to-do list but if i get ready you know before i go into the grocery store especially now when i have to wear a mask and i really just like that and i do it because i want to keep people safe but if i get myself ready by thinking about how nice it will feel to be done or to have groceries in my kitchen then it lightens the load a little bit. Or maybe I even, you know, bring my earbuds and listen to music while I shop. There's a lot of little tiny things that I can do to get ready to have a more pleasurable shopping experience. So that is the overall theme that the horses wanted me to share with you today is the idea of getting ready and allowing space for that. So if you would like a little more horse inspiration, check out our Facebook page. It's Hidden Promise. Website is confidencethroughconnection.com. I hope you have a great week, and I'll look forward to talking with you again soon. Bye for now.